0: Have I been talking about Rodgers that much? Is this something that I've been doing to the point?
1: In Chicago, and he's doing this. I mean, that is what Bobby the Brain Heenan would call a ham and egger move.
0: What the heck's going on in Champaign, Illinois with Brett Bielema? They they have a real shot to get to
1: Frazier's got it! And now, broadcasting live and local from the 98.9 The Game studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting
2: lineup with Travis Sparks. My name is Travis Sparks, and I cheer for Illinois athletics, and I obviously do not deserve good things. And Eric Fry.
0: Because every time you say Bielema, I think of Brad Bielema. It's the
1: starting lineup on 98.9 The Game.
2: Welcome in. Welcome to a Feel Good Friday edition of the starting lineup. And I don't I know I don't sound like I feel good, but I feel better than I sound, that's for sure. What's happening here on this Friday? It is November 10th, 2023. 20 to Tomorrow is a Veterans Day, so happy a Veterans Day out there. We appreciate your service. Without you, we would not be here doing this live weekly and daily sports show. Here today, so thank you very much for your service, all those veterans out there. And uh, we got a good show lined up for you here on uh, this Friday edition. Coming up here, we're going to be talking about uh, the NFL. I know we hit up on some things uh, yesterday, but we'll talk about that Thursday night game, that glorious Thursday Uh, night game with the Bears eh, and Panthers. We call it the Toilet Bowl. I'm. Boy, I think we all should deserve a special reward for sitting through that. If you did, congratulations to you, and uh, you should have uh, an early happy hour today for that performance. I yesterday. should,
0: Travis. I didn't even watch the game. Didn't
2: even watch the game. Ah, well. I'm not. Paying maybe you were the lucky abomination. one.
0: Abomination. I didn't pay either, but I still watched Well, it. okay, okay.
2: Just, just, just saying. There, there are other ways, Eric, to uh, watch watch games and whatnot but I won't reveal uh, too much peek behind the curtain too much here and we'll also be hit up on some local sports today that's right we got some uh, local things that happen and we got local things that are going on right now currently St. Anthony up in Bloomington they're at Redbird Arena I know they dropped the first set and they were trailing in the uh, second set but they're uh, up there in uh, Bloomington and uh, they're competing and no matter what they're gonna yes. come back with a uh, trophy and whatnot. Their first ever appearance up there. Yes. Right now, so.
0: And no matter what they're playing tomorrow.
2: Yep. So. so. No matter what. So yep. uh, we'll take a look and see how they're doing as well. And uh, we'll be talking about some football. That's right. Uh, some high school football that's going on tomorrow. Only a couple of teams left in the area left standing here in the third round. And we'll take a look at those a couple of matchups as well. And, of course, we'll be doing our football pick as well in the podcast as well. We got one pick out of the way, uh, done and dusted there. And we'll pick the remaining ones. And we'll hit up on uh, some college football today, of course, as the uh, Fighting Illini. Tomorrow, Military Appreciation Day, Dad's Day, there in Champaign as well, and those beautiful orange uniforms will be debuting tomorrow as well. You can't even rain on that parade uh, there. Those look uh, freaking sweet there, and they'll be deb- debuting those tomorrow in uh, Champaign. 10 a.m. will be the begin the pregame show right here on 98.9. 11 a.m. will be the kickoff there for Illinois. Indiana, and we say in the intro, what the heck's going on in Champaign-Urbana? They still have a path to the Big Ten West, just so you know. We'll go through it here a little bit later, and we'll also be hitting up on uh, some college basketball as well. Fighting Illini basketball on uh, tonight as well, 6 o'clock pregame, 7 o'clock will be the tip-off against Oakland, also there in Champaign, and we'll take a look at the uh, college basketball slate of matchups this weekend as well. I know there's one big matchup coming up with Duke uh, there. And whatever we don't get to here in the uh, Trust Show, we get to in the podcast in some sort of uh, fashion. And I'll probably get to uh, some of this day in uh, sports history coming up in the uh, podcast. Of course, it's going to be a filled one because we got to incorporate the weekend as well. So, uh, absolutely loaded show here on a, a Friday. That's what we uh, like to see. And Without further ado, let's go ahead and let's get this thing started, shall we? And let's kick it off. First things first. Before we get into the show. First things first. And we're starting off in the NFL as the new week has kicked off in a prime time last night. And, again, props to you if you set through that football game. It was kind of painful, but it was the Bears coming away with the dub, 16-13. And now that pushes the Panthers to 1-8, and and the Bears have the Panthers pick. And right now they own the number one pick with the win, the three-point win Last night against Carolina there at Soldier Field.
0: Yeah, and Travis, that helped the Bears' chances of getting that number one pick significantly. As had they lost Thursday's game,
2: all right. Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: Right now, Panthers have a forty percent chance to take the number one pick.
2: Uh huh.
0: The Bears still have a three percent chance to get the number one pick. Hmm. So that's a forty-three percent total chance for the Bears to have the number one pick. Yep. With a loss yesterday, the Panthers. Chance to get number one would have been fifteen percent. The Bears would have been thirteen percent. They would have had a twenty-eight percent chance total to get that number one pick. Mm-hmm. Huge, huge game last night for the Bears, and it was several former Panthers that got to the Bears the win. Uh, Deontay Foreman led the Panthers in rushing last season. He rushed for team high eighty yards and scored the only offensive touchdown for the Bears on Thursday. And then DJ Moore, of course, who led the Panthers in receiving last season, had a team high fifty-eight receiving yards on Thursday. Yes. A team high, 58 yards.
2: <laughs> that's right. Five passes for 58 yards. He hauled down there. And a foreman, like you said, gave him the lead, of 16-10 in the third quarter with that uh, rushing touchdown uh, there. And that's all that they needed.
0: Yeah, the Panthers, uh, <laughs> season-low 213 yards, a season-low 20% of their third downs on Thursday's loss have also been held to 15 or fewer points in three straight games. It's their longest streak since 2010. Mm-hmm. And Bryce Young just ugh, ugh, threw for 185 yards on 38 attempts uh, to drop this season, average to 5.38 yards per attempt. That is the lowest by any number one pick through eight starts since
2: 1950. Mm-hmm. Yep. <sighs> yeah, we always talk about uh, the Bears' weapons and whatnot. They their lack thereof. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have Adam Thielen, but they don't really have too many people there uh, either. But uh, Bryce tough night yep. uh, for him for sure, a, and a tough night for the rushing game as well for Carolina. Only 43 rushing yards in the entire game.
0: Yeah, and it was the Bears defense keeping that pressure up on Bryce Young, specifically Montez Sweat. Five pressures he recorded, most by a Bears defender in the last two seasons. The Bears defense generated pressure on thirty percent of dropbacks on Thursday. their second highest this season. Young went 3 of 10 for 14 yards when he was pressured on Thursday. He completed 33% of his passes when pressured this season. That's the third worst in the NFL ahead of only Matthew Stafford mm-hmm. and the worst quarterback, Travis. Jordan Love. Ooh. He's averaged 2.7 attempts uh, yards per attempt when pressured the season. Worst in the NFL. That would also be the worst by any qualified quarterback since C.J. Beathard in
2: 2017. Mm. Yeah. So,
0: Bryce Young, number one overall quarterback.
2: Uh, yep, yeah, but.
0: Not working out so well.
2: Not working out. For,
0: and it, we sure. know why.
2: Because uh, the Panthers stink.
0: Because he's small.
2: Ah, uh, well, of course.
0: If, if he was bigger, he, he'd be okay getting pressured. Sure. But, I mean, that, that's all I heard about entering the draft was just how, <laughs> how tiny he is. And, I so, mean,
2: isn't that normal for a guy that's under pressure, not being able to complete passes and whatnot, that you just go significantly down yeah. when you're getting pressured? I would think so. But, yeah, I guess he's getting uh, – Raked across the coals yep. uh, for that there, but uh, despite how bad they played, the Carolina did have the one point edge at halftime, and then they had a chance there with uh, under the two minute warning uh, with uh, Eddie Panero. Uh, he missed a 59 yard field goal that could have tied the game uh, there, and wow, what a treat! What we would have had on a Thursday night football game, we could have got overtime with these game
0: two. going to overtime.
2: But you know, and there was 140 remaining, so Tyson Bayent. Could've led the Bears down down the field with a drive.
0: That game going to overtime. I just I have nightmares about it right now. The only
2: thing that you could say for a Tyson yesterday was no picks, no touchdowns, but no sacks as well. 162 yards isn't great. Threw again into some tight windows, what I was seeing <laughs> there on Sunday against the Saints. Uh, again, uh, could have had a couple of interceptions uh last night, but uh, again, they it doesn't matter how pretty or ugly it was. The uh, only thing that matters is that the Bears uh, came away with a dub, and that's what they'll take with. And they're 3-7 and seven now on the season. And uh, they will be in Detroit next week as they'll be taking on the Lions uh, there. And then they go to uh, Minnesota following that game uh, there. And that's on Monday Night Football. There, that Vikings game. So uh, a couple weeks, and the Bears will be right back in a prime time there with Dobbs versus Fields, possibly?
0: I hope so. That would be at least tolerable.
2: Well, there's talk on the first take of whether Justin Fields should even start another game for the Bears. I mean, I, at this point, you got to decide what you want to do with them after after the season, but a few more games this season, is that really going to make the, the difference or whatnot? Or have we seen – or do we know who Justin Fields is by then? Will a couple of games later on in the year make a difference? I don't know.
0: I don't know. And, and again, it's what's your goal. What, what is your goal if you're the Bears?
2: Right. It's yeah. to get
0: the – you know – lowest draft picks possible, then I don't think I think you rest fields and have him be healthy for next year.
2: Mm-hmm, or call right. this year a wash. Or potentially be healthy, potentially for a trade chip, yep. uh, possibly if some uh, team is desperate enough to uh, try to acquire his services uh, there. But uh, we'll see going forward. There was wishy-washy on whether he was healthy enough to uh, play in the game last night. So we'll see what happens uh, going forward. As we go on to week 11. But we ran through the schedule yesterday on the show for week 10. And we got that Germany game against the Patriots and the Colts. It should be a decent matchup with the Texans and the Bengals with the Battle of the Quarterbacks. 49ers, Jags. It's also another matchup to look out for. Browns, Ravens is a good one. Lions, Chargers, Jets are in primetime against the Raiders. Uh, the uh, Giants with Tommy DeVito uh, going up against the uh, Cowboys. Good luck there, Tommy. And then Monday Night Football is the Broncos and the Bills this week. Chiefs, Rams, Dolphins, Eagles all on buys. And I guess that would explain why uh, Jason Kelsey was in the booth last night.
0: Also, um, that would explain why Travis is heading to Argentina to be with Taylor Swift for her world tour mm,
2: there you go. this weekend.
0: And also, one last thing, don't forget. 49ers Jags can be heard right here at 98.9. The game at 11 a.m. on Sunday.
2: That's right. It should be a, a good one. They're in a Jacksonville currently right now. 49ers favored by three and we'll points. We will pick in that game and pick them. That's right, that will be added to the uh, Pick'Em game. So that will be coming up a little bit later in the uh, podcast. But we march on and we will be talking about some local sports. Like Coming up next, we got some local volleyball action. As I saw that that game has already wrapped up there in Bloomington. We'll see how St. Anthony did in volleyball. As well as we'll talk about those couple matchups in the third round of the playoffs. Coming up next here on the Star Lineup.
1: The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios, will be right back. Freedom should never be taken for granted. This Veterans Day, Tingley Insurance in Effingham, your local Pekin Insurance Agency, asks you to take a moment to thank a veteran for their service. All gave some, some gave all. Please join Tingley Insurance in saluting all of our veterans for their selfless service to ensure the freedom we enjoy today. Everyone at Tingley Insurance Agency and Pekin Insurance is proud to salute the men and women of our armed forces this Veterans Day and every day throughout the year. Hey, son, how are you feeling? Um, uh, I'm fine, pops. What's on your mind? I just, I can't explain it. I'm got without a compass. Eyes waiting, Started to wonder. Metamorphosis, the loss of who you thought you was.
2: When your kid can't find the language... Help them find the lyrics. Listen to the Sound It Out album and get tips and tools to start a conversation at SoundedOutTogether.org. Brought to you by Ad Council and Pivotal Ventures. Finding great
1: candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along. Which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. The smartest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. And now. Mm -hmm. But
0: that is when ESPN News should be utilized. Yeah. Not cornhole. The starting lineup. It's
2: It's pretty awesome.
0: Sorry, bags. Yeah, which is it?
2: So bags or cornhole? I think, yeah, I I always go bags. I always say that. On ninety-eight-nine, the game.
1: Party people in a place to be. Now put your hands in the air with me. Now come on, now come on. <laughs>
2: Welcome back in uh, to the uh, starting lineup Here on 98.9 The Game ESPN Radio We got some uh, Local sports to uh, talk about Here as we have Some volleyball That's going on uh, currently Right now Well, the Game is over uh, There but state tournament going on It will be continuing all day today And uh, let's take a look at uh, Some uh, first before we get there uh, junior high scorer from last night in the seventh eighth grade action. North Clay won the seventh grade game over Dietrich, and that was by the final of a 30 to 19 final. And in the eighth grade contest, it was a Dietrich getting the win over North Clay. 36 to 30 was the final score there. And we're already off and running there in Bloomington. For the state tournament for a volleyball as the first game of the day saw so Hartsburg-Inman get the win over Assistant Park in two sets, 25-17 and 25-13 as Hartsburg advances to the state championship game. And then just got done with, it was St. Anthony and their first trip up there to Bloomington for the volleyball state tournament and they unfortunately fell to Glenna, of the Pirates getting the win over the Bulldogs in two sets, 25 18 and 25 18 in both games there. So, St. Uh, Anthony, fabulous season, but <laughs> they'll slide to the third place game uh, there. So, uh, the Bulldogs are now 32 and 9 on the season, and they'll be playing against Cisna Park for a third place tomorrow, 9 a.m., bright and early, Ooh. there at Redbird Arena to get things started there in 1A. State tournament, and then the state championship will follow with Hartsburg and Glenna there at 10:30 a.m. for the state championship in volleyball in 1A. And uh, later on uh, today, uh, coming up in uh, a two-way, uh, we have uh, I C A uh, Catholic there, the uh, two seed, and uh, they'll be taking on another two seed, at uh, Carmine White County, and uh, that game will be at uh, noon. And then the uh, other game there in a 2 a the two seed, uh, Breeze Modern Day, will take on the two seed, uh, Rock Falls, at one thirty p.m. And then the winner will slide to the state championship game, one fifty-five tomorrow, and twelve twenty-five the third place game. Uh, there for a 2A. And we're also looking out uh, above uh, the two-seed uh, Lincoln. They advance to the state tournament there. There will be an action today at 4 p.m. against St. Iguanas College Prep. And uh, that will be at 4 o'clock in Wheaton St. Francis, the dynasty uh, there in a 3A. Look this up. Uh, they are state champions thirteen times in a program history. Wow! There and they're also the reigning defending three A state state champions as well. Uh, Therefore, Wheaton St. Francis they'll be taking on the three seed Morton at five thirty today, and the uh, state championship will be at five thirty tomorrow, and at four o'clock will be the third place game uh, there. So, good luck to the Rail Splitters mm-hmm. there of Lincoln in the state tournament. Uh, there, and it's uh, supposed to have a special ceremony, uh, return home a party for uh, Saint Anthony uh, there tomorrow. I believe that parade's going to start at three o'clock uh, gotcha. tomorrow. I've Got some information there, and it'll conclude at the Inlo Center uh, there uh, after the uh, parade and have some uh, ceremonies and pictures uh, there for historic season for mm-hmm. Saint Anthony
0: again. Uh, there, nothing to hang your head about if you're Saint Anthony. A great no. season, a great season, whether you come home third or fourth. Right. Great season.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And that just comes off the heels of the cross-country team. Mm-hmm. uh successful run there at uh, State and have another volleyball. Could we see some girls' basketball mm-hmm. in a store or some boys' basketball taking back the reins, uh, potentially? So we'll see how that uh, comes apart As the uh, first games of the basketball season are on Monday. But our first broadcast isn't until Tuesday for Lady Indians Basketball. We'll be talking more about basketball coming up next week. You can rest assured of that. But we still do have some uh, football games going on uh, this weekend. As in 1A, all of our area teams are uh, knocked out. But uh, up in the north bracket, Lino Winslow still going strong uh, there. They're against uh, Weathersfield tomorrow. Uh, You also uh, have in the uh, southern bracket, Camp Point Central, the number one overall seed there. They're taking on the four seed, Althoff Catholic, and that'll be at uh, 2 o'clock tomorrow. And the uh, two seed, Assessor, they are still trying to keep their undefeated season going as they beat Fork last week. And uh, they'll be going up against Greenfield Northwestern, who uh, took down Mm -hmm. in a uh, heartbreaking loss for Acasey there. That'll be in Assessor tomorrow at 2.30.
0: Yeah, Susser's playing in. some good football right now. Uh, Greenfield, take nothing <laughs> away from them, uh, also undefeated. So no matter what, Travis, one of the final four on the south side's going to be an undefeated team. Mm-hmm. So yep. uh, that's what you want. You want these undefeated teams getting far.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. And uh, in a 2A, that's where we see an area team uh, in the uh, southern portion of the uh, bracket. You got the two seed of uh, Shelbyville. They come in at 10 and 1, and they'll be taking on the 11 seed of Breeze, modern day, and they come in at 8 and 3. Shelbyville will be hosting this game. Tomorrow at 3 o'clock as a Shelbyville one win away from another semifinal appearance. Of course, they made it in 2016 and Mm -hmm. 2017, which Coach Duckett references quite often in the past couple of seasons and comparing these two squads to those teams there. And uh, they also made another semifinal appearance in 2004, but that was co- before Coach Duckett mm-hmm. uh, was head coach there. And if they win this game of tomorrow, that would be uh, the uh, most wins in a single season because those semifinal teams only won 10 games. So one and one away from a magical 11th win and another semifinal appearance.
0: And taking on a team, Travis, you've seen. I have. Breeze Modern Day. Yes. So, so I know you haven't seen Shelbyville, but is this a good matchup for Shelbyville, do you think?
2: I think so. You
0: think so? I mean, you look at the south half of this bracket, Travis.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's Shelbyville's for the taking. Yeah, record seed, everything like that. They have the best record remaining. They're the highest seed still remaining. Like it, it's theirs for the taking.
2: Right, but could you imagine a a semifinal rematch with Nashville? Yeah. Because Nashville beat them in the final regular season game, and it wasn't even close. Mm -hmm. And Nashville is is still alive because uh, they beat Pena in the first round, and then they took down a Quincy Notre Dame. Last week, and they're up against Athens this week. They're in Nashville at one o'clock.
0: And think about how important that win was for Nashville over Shelbyville. You know, it gave them positive momentum heading into the postseason, and it made them six and three as opposed to just being five and four, Mm -hmm. which gave them a much better seed line. Because if they were five and four, Travis, they may have been facing Shelbyville again in the first round, or maybe Johnson City or one of those teams. Mm -hmm. So, it definitely helped them. Um, now I'm gonna I'm gonna be a spoiled sport here, and don't tell Coach Duckett I'm saying this, Travis. Uh-oh. But whoever wins is gonna get beat by the North because the North right now has th- out of the three, the four teams remaining, three are undefeated, and that fourth one has one loss. Mm-hmm. That yeah. is stacked.
2: North is pretty stacked. Yeah, the Seneca versus uh, Wilmington, and uh, that's gonna be in Seneca at 2 p.m. and then bro, Forsyth. It's Bloomington Central Catholic at 2 p.m. in Maroa.
0: And except for Bloomington Central Catholic's last game, Travis, against Farmington, all of those teams have scored 40-plus points in every game thus far this postseason.
2: Wow.
1: That
0: is incredible. Mm Mm-hmm. High-powered offense is going at it, but good defense as well.
2: Yep, we'll see uh, what breaks there. Uh, Modern Day got here against uh, Shelbyville by beating Carmine White County in the first round, and uh, last week they beat Johnston City 27-18 and was the final score there. And when Modern beat Effingham in week three, that started a four-game winning streak for them until uh, they lost to uh, Belleville-Altoff Catholic in week seven, and they closed out the regular season with a blowout loss against Mount Zion, but it seemed to awaken the Knights mm-hmm. as uh, they're here in round three again. They're very familiar with the uh, third round. Last two times they were in the playoffs in 2021 and in 2019, they both made it here to the third round. In 2021, they lost to St. T. And in 2019, they fell to a Quincy Notre Dame there. And they haven't made it to the semifinals since 2015 Ooh. as modern day uh, there. And in a class of 3A, uh, there we see uh, uh, Eric's uh, about six team, uh, Byron, still going strong. Up there, put up 56 points last week.
0: Yeah, put up 72 week one, 56 last week. Travis, they're, they're playing a Dupec team that put up 50 last week on Stillman Valley, who Byron beat in the regular season handedly. Um, oh but I'm really looking forward to if Byron can win uh, this quarterfinal matchup. Chicago um, Lombard-Montini, um, that's the team that played up All season long, and that's why they're a lower seed that a lot of people picked to be the state champion. And, you know, a lot of people were saying, oh, they just need to focus on not overlooking their opponents. I would love that to be a semifinal matchup because Mm -hmm. I feel like Byron is probably one of the top two teams at 3A, if not the top team right now in 3A, against a team that a lot of people say well, the only reason their record's bad is because they didn't play 3A opponents all season.
2: Right. So. Yeah.
0: But in the South, Travis, I'm rooting for my Mount Carmel Aces. Mm-hmm. I, I just want local teams to get there.
2: Absolutely. And, you know, it's a very familiar opponent. When I said uh, that I saw the brackets mm-hmm. revealed on a night one that this matchup could possibly happen, but it would need to be in the third round. And sure enough it happens. It's the ninth seed of Tolono Unity. Nine and two. Uh, they beat Williamsville to get here in the first round. And then they upset the number one seed DeCoin last week, 35-25. to 25. They're hosting this game as uh, they're hosting the Aces. They're the fourth seed. 10-1. and one. Mount Carmel is on the season. In round one, they beat Benton 24-17. And last week they uh ended Solvent season 42 to 21. And uh, the Aces, they're looking for revenge because the last two postseasons, they've been knocked out by the Rockets. Mm -hmm. Last year, they lost 35-14 in the second round. And in 2021, they lost by seven, 28-21 in the semifinals. And also an interesting note there. Both of those games were in Tolono, so uh, trying to reverse the voodoo magic on a Saturday at two o'clock for Mount Carmel. Uh, they're looking for their best finish since 2011, when they went to the state championship game, but ended up falling uh, there. And they also made a second place in the 2001 and the 2002, and they won it all all the way back in 1981 uh, there for Mount Carmel. But uh, this one uh, should be a good one uh, potentially a big revenge game uh, there to get to the semifinals. And I know that would be a huge win mm-hmm. uh, for my Carmel to exercise those demons uh, there on Saturday at 2 o'clock. So I'll be definitely interested in that, and I am also – rooting for Mount Carmel to get it done Yep, absolutely. there after coming up short the last couple of seasons. And then the, the winners of the seven-seed Stanford Olympia, who ended Greenville's season last week, or Roxana, who won against St. Joe Ogden in a shootout, 48-47, was the final score there. That will be in the Stanford Olympia, 2 p.m. tomorrow for the kickoff for that one.
0: Yeah, and hopefully Roxana can keep their undefeated season going as well. You know, the mm-hmm. former South Central, you know, yeah. Conference member, and they kind of were always, they, they never were at the top of the South Central. Moving conferences has done wonders for that program. So mm-hmm. wish them the best of luck.
2: And in the 4A, we don't have anybody in the fight anymore there. But uh, Rochester, uh, they're going up against the 4th uh, seed uh, Breeze Central in Rochester at 4 o'clock tomorrow. And Breeze Central, of course, uh, won against Mount Zion last week. And Murfreesboro, who beat Charleston by a single point last week, they are going to be traveling to the 11 seed Harrisburg uh, there at 2 p.m. Uh, mm-hmm. tomorrow. And Harrisburg beat Carterville to get here, as well as Peoria and Notre Dame last week. Uh, there so uh, we'll be uh, looking out for that and in the uh, northern portion of that bracket sandwich they're up at the top of the brackets because they beat the number one seed uh, last week and icy catholic they're still going strong as a strong seventh seed uh, there and also we're taking a look at 5a quickly in the south morris is up against the twelve seed Joliet catholic academy and uh, the uh, new linux providence catholic is against the uh, three seed highland There. That's going to be in New Linux at 3 p.m. And we're also uh, taking a look at uh, 6A quickly. We always have looked out for East St. Louis uh, this year. And they're going to be taking on Kankakee in Kankakee. So, man, what a trip across the state for uh, East St. Louis for that one. Kankakee, 1 p.m. tomorrow. And Chatham Glenn was also down there against Washington as well. So uh, we'll be uh, picking those, the Shelbyville-Mount Carmel games. Also, we got the uh, 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 Martinsville game in 8-man. Yeah. So that's going to be the pick uh, pick 'em this week. I was
0: going to bring that up. Travis Martinsville at home this weekend taking on the 9-seed Ridgewood. <laughs> this is uh, a chance to go to uh, the championship game. Yeah. Um, Nice. On the, the bottom half of it, it's the two-seed Amboy and the six-seed Polo. Now, eight-man's only one through 16. So, you know, you got a two-seed and a six-seed on the bottom, and you got a five-seed and a nine-seed up top, still fighting for it. So, uh, Ridgewood uh, beat St. Thomas Moore last week, who was the number one overall seed. Um, before that, they beat South Fork. Um, so, Ridgewood trying to to get there. Martinsville trying to, to stop it from happening and advance to the championship game, which would be... Huge. I mean, huge for them. So, Mm -hmm. um, I wish the best of luck to Martinsville.
2: Yep, go Blue Streaks. Yes. For sure. And uh, we'll see what happens there in eight-man football tomorrow. And also check out the website as well for those scores as well. All right, so we roll on here in the starting lineup, and we'll continue our conversation about football. We'll take a look at the College Football slate as well as the Fighting Illini game tomorrow against Indiana coming up here on the Star lineup.
1: The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios will be right back. Ho <laughs> <laughs> Since 1986, Woods Basement Systems have helped homeowners with free estimates for wet basement and crawl space waterproofing and foundation repair. You know us as the All Things Basement Experts. I'm Dave. and I work for Woods, and we do concrete leveling with PolyLevel. This product is so much better than mudjacking. We raised my front porch eight and a half inches eight years ago, and it's still level. If we can raise a highway slab, we can raise your driveway too. Get a free estimate at WoodsBasementSystems.com. That's WoodsBasementSystems.com. Concrete lifting and leveling with Woods at WoodsBasementSystems.com. Systems.com. Remember waking up Christmas morning, a beautiful Christmas tree, messy hair, and a ton of gifts waiting to be unwrapped? Unfortunately, many families in central Illinois cannot afford to purchase gifts for their children. Here at Cromwell Media, we're trying to change that. We're excited to partner with companies like Weber's Jewelry in John Boo's Factory Showroom and Outlet, and Heartland Landscaping in Effingham to help bring smiles to children's faces this Christmas. Stop by one of these locations and donate new or gently used toys. Toys donated will be distributed to local charities to make sure that they're given to families in need. Stop by the following companies to donate a new toy through December 1st. Weber's Jewelry in Totopolis, John Boo's Factory Showroom and Outlet, and Heartland Landscaping in Effingham. Drop off toys at any one of these locations
2: to help make it a wonderful Christmas for everyone.
1: you in a recurring automated marketing text messages consent are required to purchase message and data rates may apply the team's looking good this season. I think so. Man, I miss playing football. Being young with unlimited energy to burn. Ever since I turned 40, I just can't find that fire I used to have. Think it could be lower testosterone? What do you mean? All guys lose their edge when they turn 40. The body has less testosterone. That's why I take Nugenics Total T. I've heard about Nugenics. That really works? Since I started taking eugenics, I'm lifting like when we played for Coach Carter. I feel more energized at work. It's even spiced up things between me and the missus. Are they still giving out complimentary bottles for people to try? Yep, send a text. It's that easy. Text POWER to 4242. 424- to four right now for your complimentary bottle of Nugenix Total Tea. It's the number one selling testosterone boosting brand at GNC and Walmart. Do it now, and they'll also send you a bottle of Nugenix Thermo X, their newest, most powerful fat burner ever, absolutely free. Text DOWER to four two four two four. That's POWER to four two four two four. These intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.
2: And now Travis Sparks with the Aurora Sports Center update, and I'm kind of doing this on the fly because Eric's script is not pulling up. But Eastern Illinois shortstop Trey Sweeney was named in the Ohio Valley Conference Baseball Player of the Year. The starting lineup. Holy cow! What a terrible sports read that was. I don't
0: blame you. I blame me. On 98-9 the game. Eric Cry Sports Center update. The Blues remained hot following a two-to-one win over the Coyotes at Enterprise Center. St. Louis has now won three of its last four games. They're tied with the Coyotes for fourth in the Central Division with 13 points here a month into the season. So we're not gonna worry about that. St. Louis visits Colorado tomorrow night. The number 14 Mizzou Tigers face a ranked team for the second week in a row when they host number 13. Tennessee tomorrow. Tennessee's coming off a 30-21 loss to 2 Georgia last weekend. Tomorrow's game kicks off at 2.30 p.m. Other college football action this weekend. Lindenwood will host Bryant. Missouri State welcomes Northern Iowa. Southeast Missouri State visits UT Martin. Eastern Illinois is at home against Tennessee State. Southern Illinois travels to North Dakota State. And Western Illinois is on the road against Indiana State. Mizzou men's basketball team goes for its second win in a row when they take on Memphis at Mizzou Arena tonight. Mizzou is coming off a 101-79 victory over Arkansas Pine Bluff on Monday. Tonight's game kicks off at 8 o'clock. The Billikens will try to stay undefeated when they host Illinois State tomorrow night. Tomorrow's game kicks off at 7 o'clock. Other college basketball action from yesterday. Lindenwood was crushed by Iowa State 102-47. Edwardsville brought down North Park University 92-67. To Tonight, Southern Illinois will host Queens of North Carolina, and Southeast Missouri State is at Butler. Eastern Illinois visits Loyola tomorrow. Western Illinois has a home game against St. Ambrose on Sunday.
2: Welcome back in to the starting lineup here on 98.9. Travis Marks here, Eric Fry over there with the uh, Sports Center hits there. So a lot of uh, college of football action uh, tomorrow mm-hmm. as we're week 11 of the uh, college of football slate, and it was all got started uh, last night as the uh, uh, number 11 team in the country, Louisville. Took down uh, Virginia, 31-24 to there to get things started. Mm -hmm. And, of course, at 11 a.m., we got the uh, big noon kickoff game against uh, the number three team in Michigan. Of course, they're uh, swallowed in that controversy with uh, them. Now some disciplinary actions are talked about today, potentially. Uh, They are traveling to a number 10 team in the country, Penn State. Michigan favored by four Mm. in this one. Uh, so at number eight, Alabama travels to uh, Kentucky. 11-point favorites are the Crimson Tide, Texas Tech. They're at number 16 at Kansas. Tulsa is at number 23, Tulane. 21, Arizona is at Colorado at 1 uh, p.m. Baylor at number 25 in Kansas State. 230 on ABC on Miami taking on the fourth seed of Florida State. Florida, two a touchdown favorites against this old rivalry game. Uh, there, I uh, also got the big one at 230 at number 18, Utah at number 5, Washington, Huskies favored by 9, uh, Tennessee at 13 against number 14, in Mizzou, Tennessee favored by 2 against Mizzou, uh, also got number 15, Oklahoma State against UCF, uh, Rutgers, Iowa, 230, number 22 in the country, Iowa, historically low over-under, if you thought the over-under against Northwestern was low, 28.5, that's it.
0: And find out in the pod when we do a little entertainment if someone's gonna take some entertainment on that. And Travis,
2: I mean, I would think differently if you didn't.
0: And, and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do a, a fun little little side bit of entertainment that I came up with. So oh. stick around for that.
2: All right, so stick around for that entertainment that and fun to in the do pod. With that game, yeah, awesome. Yes. Good deal. Uh, Stanford at number 12, Oregon State, uh, the big one, a number nine, Old Miss against the uh, number two team in the country, Georgia.
0: Which you and can hear right here.
2: Right here on a 98.9. Yep. Six o'clock will be the kickoff.
0: Yep, 5.30 uh, is 530 uh, the start, start of coverage. coverage.
2: Yes, Awesome. Uh, Bulldogs, 11-point favorites in that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, West Virginia at number 17, Oklahoma. Michigan State at the number one team in the land, Ohio State. It's a 6.30 game on NBC 31-and-a-half point favorites are the Buckeyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, number seven in Texas is at TCU. Uh, Florida is at number 19 LSU. Duke ain't in North Carolina. Not as juicy of a matchup in bas- uh, as it is in basketball. Right. Uh, North Carolina is number 24 in the country, favored by two tutties in that one. And USC uh, up against number 16, Oregon. Oregon favored by 15-and-a-half. Uh, there... And before on 98.9, the game, before you hear Old Miss and uh, Georgia, it is Illinois and Indiana. Military Appreciation Day, Dad's Day there in uh, Champaign-Urbana. And uh, Indiana just is coming off, snapping their six-game conference losing streak. They beat Wisconsin last week, 20-14, to to push their record of 3 and a 6. And, of course, Illinois they won last week in a dramatic fashion against Minnesota, and uh, still Luke Altmeyer here as we uh, set. We'll probably get some more news later on today, but uh, Luke Altmeyer currently not cleared to play as of yet. But Coach Bielema is prepared to uh, have his status up in the air to slide him in late, despite not having him around uh there being cleared to play so we might get another look at john paddock who uh, was thrust into a game-winning situation and he delivered three for three including that big touchdown to isaiah uh there uh but uh still right now not a clear to play as of yet for luke Almire.
0: yeah i uh it, it doesn't matter Neither of them are that good. You're right.
2: It doesn't matter because Illinois, uh, Indiana is terrible, and uh, they are also on their backup quarterback as well. So uh, it's basically a push there, and Indiana is not very good.
0: Indiana's not very good, right? You admit that? Yeah. They won last week against who?
2: Uh, Wisconsin. Who
0: beat Illinois. So using the transitive property, Indiana is better than Illinois. Mm,
2: I guess so. that that's how the trades of a property works. That's how it works.
0: I'm sorry. <laughs> Illinois is yeah. at the bottom of that ranking.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: So I, I, I hate to be the bearer of bad news. Now, I wanted to talk about something, Travis. And uh-huh. I understand why. But you go to, to ESPN to, to look up information on Illinois, the very first thing you see is Coach Bielema talking about Michigan.
2: Mm-hmm. And I
0: get why, because it's the talk of the Big Ten.
2: Right, yeah. Talk of college football. But
0: you don't need to. You don't need to, as the headline says, and I haven't had a chance to watch the video, it says, Illinois' Bielema opens up about quote-unquote sickening allegations against Michigan. Can we just focus mm. on, on us? like?
2: Right, yeah, I don't know what the context was of someone asking him about it. But or still, whatnot, when, when you're 4-5 but...
0: and five and 2-4 and four in the Big Ten, I really don't care what Michigan's doing. I want to know how we're getting better ourselves.
2: Sure. Yeah, but like and you our said, our head everybody, coach
0: talking about it just makes me go, why are we talking about everybody
2: it? Everybody just kind of throwing their two cents into everything. <sighs> so, eh, yeah, I know. I just don't like it. I don't like it. Yeah, well, uh, he made his opinion known and whatnot, and the focus is on Indiana. Uh, maybe
0: not according to coach b the focus is on uh michigan and what they did
2: well again he was just asked a question in a, a press conference so like what is he going to do not answer the question
0: you could have you could have found a way to say what is happening with that is awful but i'm not going to let it distract us from indiana which is this weekend
2: that's our goal you, that's yeah, our I job and i don't think it's just uh, one answer to a question is a uh, distraction uh, at all uh, there but uh illinois with that win against uh, minnesota they have to win out and if they win the two of their next three games they become a bowl eligible but it's not in the realm of possibility the big 10 west is still in reach no travis stop it's still possible eric stop. despite how bad the season has gone you know a lot of things to happen 13 games are left in the Big Ten West season, and Illinois need 11 of those 13 games with a specific result in their favor, and three are in their control, which is Indiana this week, Iowa, and Northwestern, the final three games. But first of all, Illinois has to win out here. Uh, But I'm just saying, just saying, Indy's still a possibility. Same way we did last year. And I know how it worked out last year, but... Still within reach.
0: This is one of those times, Travis. I wish we were a video podcast <laughs> because if everyone could see the look on my face right now, you are out of your mind to even think about it.
2: Uh, I'm saying it's not going to happen. Th- there's a lot. I, I will say there's a lot to go in our favor, but.
0: This Illinois team is a flaming dumpster fire and a flaming dumpster division of a conference that's really good on one side of the football.
2: Yeah, it's really good in the East.
0: Yes, and it is really bad in the West. Uh-huh. It is such an unbalanced division system in the Big Ten. It's not even funny.
2: It's so unbalanced that we're going to get rid of it next year. Yes,
0: <laughs> as you should.
2: And uh, Iowa, Illinois, Purdue will have no chance of making it to the uh, championship game ever again because it will just be Ohio State and Michigan, uh, answer them with Oregon or Washington or yep. USC. Yep, Jeez. Yep. Uh. But <sighs> at least two out of three, you can say that's a good goal because Indiana, Northwestern is not great. Uh, I mean, Iowa, they are what they are. I, I don't know what's going to happen next week. But two out of the three is a possibility, at least for bowl eligibility.
0: Travis, we got our butts handed to us by Purdue, who's won two games this year. Yeah. How man, can I How I can you say
2: we got our butts handed to us.
0: 44 to
2: 19? Yeah.
0: 44 to 19? Oh, the refs. No, 44 to 19.
2: That's a butt kicking. Score does not indicate doesn't matter. Score is all that matters. Yeah, but it's, it's more about a box score. Ah, right?
0: oh, moral victory. Eh, moral victory yeah, doesn't moral get you victory, a championship.
2: No. no. Uh-uh. No, that wasn't a moral victory, but we lost to Nebraska, who's five and four. That was a bad loss, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Travis, our combined I'm looking at this right now. Let's see. One, two, three, four. Uh Ten. Travis, our four wins we've won by a combined 12 points.
2: Mm-hmm. But I hey, all that matters is we won. You just said it. All that matters is the results.
0: We are losing this weekend. We are losing, We're not losing ne- this weekend. We are weekend. losing this weekend. We are losing next weekend.
2: Ah, uh, no. Yeah. No. Yes. You're six and a half point favorites. Don't care. No, uh, Don't care. I just hope that we cover the spread, but it's not going to be any fun this weekend. I have an entertainment on the Fighting Illini, but uh, no way. No way we're losing in those glorious orange uniforms with the uh, military on our helmets and the uh, red, white, blue with the block eye. We deserve to lose. Nah. Yep.
0: This Illinois team is garbage.
2: Not great, but uh, I'm not willing to go that far. Garbage. Uh, there, 11 a.m. again is the kickoff. Indiana kept it close against m. Ohio State for three quarters. In the first game of the season. Big and, whoop. They kept it close against Penn State, too. Penn State's overrated.
0: Doesn't matter. They're still a better team than Illinois.
2: Well, it's not hard to be better than Illinois. Exactly in- my you, point, so Travis. There you go. So, we'll see what happens tomorrow. 10 o'clock pregame here on 98 9, and it uh, should be an uh, entertaining game on a dad's day. Uh, they're always fun. I was there last year against Michigan State, even though the outcome did not go in our favor. But this year is a new year uh, there. And also, the uh, fighting line are in action tonight on the Hardwood College of Basketball, and we'll take a look at that to uh, close things out here on the starting lineup
1: the starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. Imagine the possibilities with Teutopolis State Bank. This is Jerry Rundy. If you're
0: buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows you mean business, and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with a construction loan customized just for you. Ask around, talk with your friends, you'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Totopolis State Bank. In Totopolis, Sigal, and Effingham, equal housing lender and member FDIC. Cromwell Media Group Effingham, Illinois Market is looking for a board operator to join our team. In this role, you will operate the soundboard during basketball and football games. No experience is necessary as we will provide you on-the-job training. You must be 18 or older to apply. If you're interested in a flexible position that will teach you new skills, this job opportunity is for you. Email your resume to Eric Fry, Operations Manager, at eric.fry at cromwellmedia.com or drop it off at 405 South Banker Street, Suite 201 and Effingham. Equal opportunity affirmative action employer. The Premier Card is made for people who make things happen. Like me. I'm Sam, founder and CEO of Manifest Design Company, that makes everyday products design smarter. I get 2.5% cash back on purchases of $5,000 or more, plus unlimited% percent on all other purchases, which helps us make more smart in reality.
1: The Inc. Business Premier Card. Learn more at chase.com forward slash business premier. Chase for business. Make more of what's yours. Real business owner compensated for their participation. Account subject to credit approval. Restrictions on limitations apply. Cards are issued by JPMorgan Chase Bank, any Member of DIC.
2: Yo, 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 what's up, party people? I'm Julie Fowdy. And I'm Lynn Zowie. We host the ESPN podcast, Laughter Permitted, where we have candid chats with trailblazing women in sports and beyond. We've talked with goats like Billie Jean King, Simone Biles, Mia Hamm, Sue Bird, Candace Parker, Michaela Schifrin, just to name a few. So grab a donut or 500 and check us out wherever you get your podcasts. And a huge shout out to our presenting sponsor, Ally, who has supported us since day one. It's laughter
1: Permitted.
0: And now.
2: So can. Peyton's a
0: little overrated. Just two cents. Peyton
2: Manning is overrated.
0: A little bit, yeah.
2: You're thinking of his like last year. No. Don't think of him as his last year.
0: No, like his whole career. The starting lineup.
2: <laughs> he is properly rated.
0: No, a little overrated.
2: How dare you?
0: On 98 9, the game. Peyton Manning can thank Edron James, Jeff Saturday, Marvin Harrison, Reggie Wayne, Dallas Clark.
2: All right, then Joe Montana is overrated. Thank, oh, you can thank yeah. Jerry Rice for everything. Right. Welcome back in to the starting lineup. Here on 98.9 The Game, ESPN Radio. Well, here on 98.9, we'll just say a smidge a bit longer. We just got done talking about uh, the uh, fighting Illini on the football field. Tonight, they take the uh, hardwood at uh, 7 o'clock will be the tip-off. 6 o'clock will begin the uh, pregame show here on 98.9, and it's going to be the 25-ranked Illini. After that slow first half, they got it together and ended up blowing EIU out, and they are going to be taking on the Golden Grizzlies of Oakland. And Oakland just played Ohio State, and they played them close. Mm -hmm. Uh, They only lost by 6. 79-73 was the uh, final uh, the other night. Uh, there in Columbus. Mm-hmm. So uh, I am not like I am on the football field. I am not taking the Golden Grizzlies uh, lightly because uh, I know the Illini on basketball, how sporadic they yes. can be and how they don't get up for some competition yes. and played out of their competition and whatnot. <laughs> I'm not overlooking Oakland tonight for sure. And
0: if you were to travel outside of the state of Illinois and uh, look to have entertainment on this game, yes. don't. The line, Travis, Illinois, minus 24 and a half. Mm
1: -hmm. That
0: is... No. This Illinois team is so streaky. I know. So streaky. Mm
2: -hmm. And after
0: what we saw in that first half of the EIU game... Right. They didn't look like... I'm sorry. You're going to get mad. They did not look like a top 25 team in that first half against EIU.
2: Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. They
0: they just didn't. Now, they were able to make it look good in the end. Mm Mm-hmm.
2: But that's because...
0: They have better players than EIU. Mm -hmm. They should win by 30 against EIU. Nothing against EIU. Love the Panthers. Mm -hmm. But we're comparing apples and oranges here.
2: Sure.
0: Oakland, again, is it an apple and oranges comparison? Yeah. Maybe a little bit. But Travis, I know we've talked about the FAU game coming up. Mm Mm-hmm. I think before that, Illinois better have next Tuesday scheduled. and Oh, yeah. Because that Marquette game, mm-hmm. to me, is the first test sure, of the Illini.
2: Yeah. No and doubt. it is
0: the first game where I think Illinois is in trouble.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely uh, the biggest uh, test of the early season. Marquette ranked number five yeah. in the country. Uh,
0: especially if you come out and look bad against Oakland. Mm-hmm. Then then we're having a more serious talk next Monday and Tuesday mm-hmm. about this Illinois team.
2: Right. Yeah.
0: Now I think Ohio State's not that great. Sure. So maybe that's why the Oakland game was close as close as it was. Mhm. But again, it's the same as the EIU comparison. Right. Ohio State should have better athletes than Oakland.
2: Right. The Buckeyes were favored by nineteen and a half. Yeah. And that one and still one by the, six. One by six. Yeah. So
0: the fact that Illinois is favored by 24-and-a-half, I think is disrespectful to Oakland, mm-hmm. honestly.
2: Yeah, and I would definitely fade the yeah. Illini tonight for sure if I could do that, so... Uh, that's uh, what's going on uh, tonight uh, We also got Indiana State uh, They make the uh, trek out to Alabama mm-hmm. Number 24 team in the country uh, Crimson Tide So they Had a big matchup this weekend against Duke I didn't realize it was tonight But uh, the number 12 team in the country Arizona going to a uh, Cameron Indoor To take on the two-seeded Dukey. Blue Devils, mm-hmm. uh, there should be a good one. Uh, Purdue, uh, the number three team in action tonight against Moorhead State. Ohio State's back in action. They're hosting number 15, Texas A&M on Peacock. It's the Peacock game. Uh, Kansas, they are hosting a Manhattan. Uh, there, number nine, Tennessee is in Madison to take on Wisconsin. And uh, Gonzaga hosts Yale tonight as well. Uh, any marquee matchups on a Saturday, UConn in action, Houston, Creighton. They're against mm, Pat cupcake opponents. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, uh Baylor, St. Mary's, North Carolina in action on Sunday. But uh looks like that marquee matchup with Arizona and Duke is the – Top twenty-five matchup to look out for this weekend.
0: And we had a marquee matchup last night on the girls' side of things, as it was Iowa yep. beating Virginia Tech. Number three Iowa, number eight Virginia Tech, eighty to seventy-six. Caitlin Clark, forty-four points. Her ninth forty-point game of her career, tied for the most by a men or women's D1 player in the last twenty-five seasons.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep, forty-four points. All she does is put up points, Miss Clark.
0: She has yeah. the forty-four highest-scoring game of her career has come against AP-ranked opponents. You talk about getting up against an opponent, AP mm-hmm. opponents. Yeah, did so. She had a great night.
2: Uh, LSU bounced back after their loss. Yes, one twelve to fifty-five over well, Queens.
0: One last thing on Caitlin Clark Travis before we move on: uh-huh. five career games with forty points, five rebounds, and five assists. The rest of all of college women's basketball has three. Right. That is that is a stat.
2: Mm. Yeah. <laughs> She's a baller, man. Oh, yeah. Uh, the real deal. And uh, Saturday, the women will be in action for Illinois as well. They'll be a traveling to Milwaukee to take on Marquette ah. at 2 p.m. on Saturday. Uh, there, So we'll be looking out for uh, yes, that one.
0: Still ranked our Lee Yep,
2: 23. 23 yep. in the country. And uh, that will do it here for us on a Terrestrial Radio. We'll go to the uh, podcast now. We got Pick'em coming up as well as having some entertainment. This day in uh, sports history coming up. Uh, coming up next here on uh, ESPN Radio is uh, the Illini Guys, the sports spectacular powered by guys.com. And uh, so and enjoy that. Enjoy basketball, football. This weekend we got a stacked lineup here on 98.9, so make sure you stick around all weekend along. Enjoy.
1: Thanks for listening to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Suzuki the call oh, oh, no no oh, no oh my goodness
2: Welcome in to the podcast. Welcome in to overtime of the uh, starting lineup. Shouts of Sparks. Eric Fry still here with you. And still got more stuff to uh, talk about, more stuff to hit up on. We got a pick'em to do, a football pick'em. We already had one pick last night. We Mm got to pick the remaining ones. And we're going to have some entertainment this weekend as well. We got this day in uh, sports history and a little NASCAR as well. All coming up here in the pod. Yes. Uh, first, before we take care of any of that, is there anything on sports? Yeah, we got a or... lot
0: on SportsCenter, so let's get into it. Uh, Roman Berkey is bringing home some hardware. The St. Louis City SC net miner was named the MLS goalkeeper of the year yesterday. So, congratulations to him. Too bad it didn't translate into playoff wins for St. Louis City SC. Connor Bedard showed why he was the number one pick in the NHL draft by leading the Blackhawks to a 5-3 win over the Tampa Bay Lightning. Bedard had two goals and two assists in the win, and with those, he became the third youngest player in NHL history with a four-point game. Four-point game. Yep. Three of the four points came in the first period, by the way.
2: Hmm. Yeah, and he's the youngest player in Blackhawks history to record a multi-goal game at 18 years, 115, 115 days old. So what were you doing at 18?
0: Um, I was... Trying to figure out where to go to college. Not scoring goals in the no, NHL, that's no. for sure. He's also scored the game's opening goal for the fourth time this season. That's the most in the NHL. And his seven goals in 12 games this season leads all rookies and is the most through career 12 games by a teenager in Blackhawks history. Mm. And for the Lightning, that was their first home loss in regulation this season. Yeah, take that. Take that. We're, we're on the uprise. <laughs> Got to have something to cheer about in Chicago. Uh, the Bulls trying to get back in the win column when they host the Detroit Pistons on Sunday. No, We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. If Cade Cunningham goes for 30, Travis, it's a win automatically for the Bulls. <laughs> so, just let Cade Cunningham score.
2: Just let him have it.
0: A pair of Chicago baseball players are being recognized for their hitting ability. White Sox center fielder Louis Robert Jr. and Cubs utility man Cody Bellinger both won a Silver Slugger Award in their respective leagues and positions. So, there's that. Um, already talked about that. We already talked. Did we talk about Northwestern taking on Indiana or Wisconsin? No. Okay. Northwestern's going to take on Wisconsin. Wildcats haven't won a Madison since 2015. Mm. Yes. Been a while. Been a little bit. Um, not going to go through all the basketball games. Uh, well, yeah, we will. Uh, Chicago state lost to Mercer 66, 61 yesterday. uh, We already know Illinois is taking on Oakland, but Northwestern welcomes Dayton. UIC has a home game against Little Rock. Valpo is at home against IUPUI. Uh, Tomorrow, Notre Dame hosts Western Carolina. DePaul welcomes Long Beach State. Bradley has a home game against Utah State. Illinois State visits St. Louis. Loyola has a home game against EIU. And Northern Illinois welcomes Appalachian State. Chicago State is at Southern Indiana on Sunday. Colts linebacker Shaq Leonard is frustrated with his role. Leonard was recently told by linebackers coach Richard Smith that he would split reps on early downs and continue to leave the field on third down. The 28-year-old is coming off of two back surgeries to have nerve damage repaired and has played just 70% of the snaps this season. Defensive coordinator Gus Bradley told him this week that decisions about his playing time are based on impact plays. Indy, of course, takes on the Patriots Sunday morning in Germany. Hmm. Oh, I Germany. You, I no. thought you had something to say about Uh The Pacers extended their winning streak to three games after picking up a 126 124 victory over the Bucks at Gamebridge Fieldhouse. Pacers now lead the Central Division at 6 and 3 and will visit the 76ers Sunday night. Uh, Notre Dame has the week off. Um, Purdue hosts Minnesota in football. That's great, right? Mm -hmm. Cincinnati Bengals are getting some encouraging news on the status of their star pass catcher. Jamar Chase told the media on Thursday that he's mentally preparing to play in the team's Week 10 clash with the Texans at Paycourse Stadium on Sunday afternoon. Be Mm -hmm. on the lookout for that. The Longhorns will have their starting quarterback back on the field this weekend as Texas quarterback Quinn Ears will return from a two-game absence to lead the 7th of Longhorns against Big 12 Rivals TCU on Saturday.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. And... Well, we'll save on that. Uh, DeJounte Murray hit a go-ahead three-point shot with just over 30 seconds left as the Hawks edged the Magic 120-119 in Mexico City. Murray finished with 16 points while Trey Young exploded for game-high 41 and dished out eight assists.
2: Yeah, he balled out in Mexico.
0: Um, Mason Plumlee is going to miss two months with an MCL sprain in his knee. Tyler Hero is going to miss at least two more weeks due to an injury there. And in the story that just won't end, Travis... Oakland Mayor Sheng Tao, or Tho, I don't know how you say it, is not letting the Athletics leave without a fight. ESPN reports that he sent a letter to at least 15 MLB owners to convince them to vote against the A's move to Las Vegas. The relocation vote is expected to take place during the owners' annual meetings next week in Arlington, Texas. At least three-quarters of the 30 owners would need to approve the A's move. His letter highlights that Oakland secured nearly triple the funding the A's reportedly have secured in Las Vegas right now. So. Hmm. Just let him go.
2: Nope. Not without a fight. Not without a. F- but Going fans are coming
0: to the games.
2: I I mean some of them are. Uh,
0: that's silly. Just let it go. <laughs> let it go. Let it be. Let everyone just move on and be happy. They can't
2: let another sports franchise uh, leave the city of Oakland. Uh, I guess. Can't let it go quietly into the night.
0: All right. That's uh, that's Sports Center.
2: At your sports center, all right. So uh, let's get to uh, let's get to some this date.
0: Okay, we got jam packed this date. This date the sports history. Yes. So on this date, Travis in 1928, Notre Dame tries to win one for the Gipper. Ah, nice. The Irish would go on to Famous. defeat Army 12 to six on the road.
2: So mm-hmm. there's that. Famous. Yes. On
0: the date in 1984, Maryland's Frank Wright threw six touchdowns in the second half to overcome a 31-0 deficit to beat Miami 42-40, to one of the largest comebacks in college football history is foreshadowing for 1992 when Reich would lead the Bills to a 32-point comeback over the Oilers in the NFL playoffs.
2: Mm, how about that?
0: And on this date in 2012, Travis, a legend is born. Johnny Manziel in Texas A&M beat Alabama 29-24 in Tuscaloosa. and route to becoming the first freshman to win the Heisman Award. Manziel goes 24 for 31 with 253 yards, two touchdowns, while also adding 92 yards on the ground. Mm-hmm. Johnny Football. Man. And he did it all high. Yeah.
2: <laughs> crazy, <laughs> crazy documentary there of all the details about that. Nuts. But, yeah, a legend was born with the money. The money sign. Yes.
0: Uh. November 11th, 1990, the Chiefs' Derek Thomas sets an NFL record, one that still stands today, with seven sacks in Kansas City's 17 to 16 loss to the Seahawks. Mm. Seven sacks, that's a lot of sacks. Yeah, it is. Uh, November 11th, 2006, Michael Redd of the Milwaukee Bucks scores 57 points in a 113 to 111 loss to the Jazz. Those 57 points remain a Milwaukee franchise record. Mm. Giannis has never beaten 57 yet.
2: He got close last night. He
0: did. Uh, November 11th, 2014, Dirk Nowinski becomes the top international scorer in NBA history, moves past Hakeem Olajuwon into ninth place on the all-time scoring list. Nowinski scores 23 points in the Mavericks' win over the Kings. Mm. And finally, mm-hmm. November 12th, 1920, Kenshaw Mountain Landis becomes the first commissioner of baseball after the Black Sox scandal.
2: Mm.
0: What a name. Who? Yeah. Kenshaw Mountain Landis. Hmm. That's a man you want to follow. That's, yeah. that's a guy who can be a leader, I think. Hmm. Anyone that's who has a mountain for a middle name, <laughs> I'm, I'm following. You know why? Why is that? Because mountains don't kneel.
2: That's true. That's
0: right. Uh, <laughs> on November 12, 1995, Miami Dolphins quarterback Dan Marino passes Fran Tarkenton to become the NFL's all time passing yards leader on a nine yard toss to Irving Fryer in the Dolphins' 34 17 loss to New England. Marino finishes his career with 61,361 yards passing. And as Travis would say, and no Super Bowl. And zero rings. Yes, yes. November 12, 2010, Kevin Love notches 31 points and 31 rebounds against the New York Knicks, becoming the first player since Charles Barkley, 96, to pull down 30 rebounds in a game. It is the first time since Moses Malone in 1982 that a player would record at least 30 points and 30 rebounds in the same game. Hmm. And finally... November 12th, 2013, number one Kentucky loses to number two Michigan State in the earliest matchup of top two teams in AP poll history. It was at the Champions Classic. The feat was replicated in the 2019 Champions Classic, where the tables turned as number two Kentucky took down number one Michigan State. Mm. So every six years, Kentucky and Michigan State are number one and number two, and they'll face each other. So 2019 was the last time, so give it another. Two years. Two years from now, Travis. They'll be two one in two years. Again. Yep.
2: Mm. Of course, the championship classic coming up on a Tuesday, a Duke and Michigan State. Uh, Michigan State won't be number four by that point. Nope. Uh, but uh, Duke ranked number two. We'll see what they do tonight. And uh, you also got Kansas and Kentucky yep. uh, there in the champions classic. And this one's not an MSG. It's at the United Center. Oh. In Chicago,
0: I'd rather have it at MSG
2: Chicago. So, although
0: I'd rather have it at the United Center as opposed to Barclays, yeah. At least the United Center's seen championship basketball.
2: <laughs> that's true, that's true. Ooh, burn, burn, got it.
0: And that is everything from the sports history, this day, sports history. Yes,
2: all right, very well. Alright, so uh, let's uh, move on here and uh, let's move on to uh, some pick'em here. Football pick'em for this week. We already have one game down. Mm -hmm.
0: We both picked the Bears last night. We both took L's, Travis. They were favored by three and a half. They won by three. I thought it was three. Nope, three and a half. Uh, so we both took point. L's in that one.
2: A half point will get you. A half every point time.
0: Every time, I'll tell you what. So we'll start with action on Saturday, and we will start with Indiana at Illinois. Illinois favored by six and a half. Travis, who you got?
2: Uh, I mean, there's no surprise. Illinois. I've already put in Illinois. <laughs> yep. uh, I'm going to go Indiana. No reverse psychology here.
0: I'm doing Indiana, Travis. Are you ready for this? Ready for this stat?
2: Uh
0: Indiana, as bad as they are, you say, has won four straight games versus Illinois in a streak that dates back to 2012. Two of the four wins were in Champaign, where the Illini are 30-10-1 all-time against the Hoosiers. Indiana claims it's 26-45-2 and all-time versus Illinois. The Hoosiers say they were declared the winner of a scoreless game in 1931 because they had the most first downs. How? So there's that But what I'm saying is Indiana Four straight wins Haven't lost Illinois since 2012
2: hmm. I mean are you really gonna brag about last year's game?
0: A win's a win They beat 23-20 last season in Bloomington On a one yard touchdown run By Sean Shivers with 23 seconds left We've
2: we've been through it mm-hmm. Of the Of the refs Well
0: can't always blame the refs. So that's why I'm picking uh, Indiana. Eventually, you just have to look at yourselves and say we're not that good. The other college game from Saturday that we are airing on our network, Old Miss at Georgia. Travis, Georgia minus 11. Who you got?
2: As much as I'd like some chaos, I'm going to pick Georgia here.
0: I'm already going against you once, so I will also go Georgia. Even though I think Old Miss could keep it within 11 and still lose. It's true. Um, yeah. But I I can't fall too far behind.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, moving on to Sunday, Colts at Patriots. Well, not at Patriots. It's in Germany. So even though Patriots are the home team. Colts favored by two and a half, Travis. Who you got?
2: <sighs> who knows? Garbage Bowl part two. Uh, who knows? You go from the Dolphins, Chiefs over there in Germany yep. to this. Yeah. Uh.
0: One of the greatest rivalries in the past 20 years in all of the NFL, Travis.
2: Yeah, but the two people that are involved in that are, are not playing in this There's game. one person who's still there, though, and that's Bill Belichick. <laughs> he is. Yeah, he's still there. For, for how long? For the week. <laughs> for how long, I don't know. Uh, I I guess I'll go the Colts here.
0: I will also go the Colts because I want Bill Belichick to lose in Germany and then not get off the plane. Yeah. <laughs> I want the plane to land and him to just sit there and be like, no, I'm not getting off. Uh, the other game that we'll have on 98-9, the game, an NFL game this weekend. 49ers at the Jaguars. 49ers minus three, Travis. Who you got?
2: Ooh. Um, everybody seems to be riding the Jaguars train. Duval, But the 49ers. Mm. Mm. Lost three straight. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lose four straight. But I'll pick the Jags here. Jags plus three. I
0: already made up my mind, Travis, before you started talking, so I'm going to go Jags as well. The fact that the 49ers defensive coordinator is going to be on the field for the first time this season has me worried hmm. as opposed to being up in the box.
2: Yeah, Switching, trying to switch something up. It's
0: too late in the year to switch. be switching things up. <laughs> That, that reeks of desperation.
2: Week 10, too, too late in the season to do that.
0: All right, Travis, high school pick 'em. Mm-hmm. We're down to three games.
2: Yep, this is the time of the year it gets kind of sad. We, yep. We're down to three.
0: Yep. So we will start with the 8-man because, again, the computer, who we are playing against, uh, does not have the 8-man game. So Ridgewood at Martinsville. Travis, who you got?
2: Uh, I got Martinsville to finish things off here. Martinsville Martinsville
0: 31-14 31-14 I will go Martinsville as well I am all on the Blue Streaks bandwagon to get all the way to the championship game and I got it 32-12 32-12 right, Mm -hmm. Breeze Modern Day at Shelbyville Travis who you
2: got? Well, I've been with our uh, Rams all season long. And let's go ahead and let's get to the semifinals mm-hmm. so for Coach Duckett and the crew. So I'm going to go Shelbyville.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Shelbyville, 41 to 20.
0: 41 to 20. Um, I also will go Shelbyville. And I'm going to go one nothing. One zero. 41 just feels like a lot of points in a third round game. Computer, by the way, Travis. Mm-hmm. Shelbyville 27 26. Ooh. Gives Shelbyville a 53% chance of winning. Mm. So, close well, one. very close one. Yeah, it's a, basically a toss up mm-hmm.
2: game. Yep.
0: Mount Carmel at Tolono Unity, Travis. Who you got?
2: Reverse psychology here. I'll go Tolono. And I'll go Tolono, 28 27. Twenty-eight, twenty-seven.
0: 27 I can't gain ground if I keep doing the same thing you do. I'll go Mount Carmel. I'll go Mount Carmel, 28-21. Computer, by the way, Tolono, 35-26. Gives Tolono a 73% chance of winning. Hmm. By the way, fun fact, random fun fact, Uh on this website where I get the computer information, you can put in classic teams and compete them against each other Hmm. at the high school level and and do a prediction to see who would win. So I did the Cumberland 2020 team, the year we didn't have a playoffs, but they were undefeated, Mm -hmm. against this year's Effingham team, and it said that Cumberland would win. Wow. Point that out for you.
2: Hmm. How about that? By a
0: point. It was close. It was 21-20.
2: Sure. Hmm.
0: But I may be doing a little bit more playing around with that thing.
2: Yeah. It's kind of cool. Yeah. A cool aspect. Classic
0: high school teams.
2: Sure. Yeah, they've been very cool. All well, right. so They also have
0: other states besides just Illinois. Sure. But
2: we don't worry about that. No, we don't. So, all So, right. So that is Pick'Em yep. for this week. We'll yep. see how we do on Monday. Mm-hmm. All right, so the only two things left is NASCAR and entertainment. Uh, let's let's get to NASCAR.
0: Okay, my one sentence from NASCAR, Travis. It is one sentence long. It's all we got today. But much like the NFL, the NASCAR season never ends. We are now, as of today, a hundred days away from the Daytona 500. Oof, 100 the countdown days. is on.
2: 100 days 100 to days. Daytona. The,
0: the season just ended last Sunday. 100 I 100 days to, to, to Daytona.
2: That's crazy. Uh-huh. Crazy, the turnaround.
0: Oh, yeah. So, passing that one out there, there you go.
2: Hmm. 100 days. 100 days.
0: Start the countdown.
2: <laughs> to the new season. Yes. Very well. So, that's it? That's all you had? That's all I had. Okay. <laughs> Uh, all right, so let's uh, close things out here with some entertainment. What are we, what are we having for entertainment this weekend?
0: Uh, having a lot of entertainment. Also wanted to update you, no word on Shohei Otani yet. Just <laughs> pointing that out. Was there supposed to be? I mean, I, I'm always hoping for it. One thing I'm, I've heard is that the Cubs are, are emerging as front runners.
2: Gosh. You guys are going to be insufferable if that's the case. <laughs> Uh, I won't show up to do the, day. the, <laughs> the show day that after, day. after,
0: Travis is like, I am not doing a yeah. show. Uh, Alright, entertainment. I got vacation. 11 things of entertainment this weekend, Travis. Uh-huh. Are you ready? Uh-huh. Vikings plus three against the Saints. Okay. Joshua Dobbs. I'm all in.
2: All in on that The
0: amazing Dobbs. story of him.
2: Yeah, we'll see what he does actually with a legitimate week of prep. right.
0: right. I got the cards plus two against the Falcons.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Kyler Murray making his first start. I think he's got something to prove.
2: Yep, scheduled to make his first start. Yep. So in and the months. Falcons
0: aren't that great. No. They're dealing with quarterback issues. So mm-hmm. and this one, Travis, I'm I'm not 100 sure, but the number was too big. I I just had to. Giants plus 17 against the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. 17 in an NFL game just seems so big.
1: It does. I
2: yeah. know the
0: Giants are absolutely awful. Yeah. And they're having Tony DeVito as their quarterback, who, as we know from Illinois. Yeah, see, I don't even know who he is. Tommy DeVito, as a quarterback, as we know from Illinois, not that great of a quarterback.
2: I mean, he's better than ESPN, saying Danny DeVito. Well,
0: that's true.
2: Disrespectful.
0: I mean, I just named a wrestler. That's not, that's surprising.
2: (laughs) No, that wasn't surprising at all. So,
0: Giants plus 17 there. Travis, I'm using reverse psychology. Mm-hmm. On my next one, U-25 against James Madison.
2: Oh, James man. Madison
0: hasn't been impressing me a lot lately, so I'm hoping UConn can keep it within 25, but James Madison gets the win. Mm. I'm still wanting a James Madison win, but 25 just feels like a big number for a James Madison team that hasn't been doing a whole lot.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, Colorado plus 10 against Arizona. Again, reverse psychology, I want Colorado to lose. <laughs> but I want to keep it within 10. It's worked out well for me the past couple of times yeah, we've
2: done it. Yeah, okay.
0: Um, USC plus 15.5 against Oregon. That feels really big. This seems like a Caleb Williams type of performance um, for him to just kind of ball out and end Oregon's chances of making the college football playoffs. Mm -hmm. So, 15.5 felt big. Um, Purdue basketball, Travis. Okay. Plus 29.5 against Moorhead State. Yeah. So tonight yep i got i got purdue minus 29 and a half they'll win it by at least 30 okay uh delaware state basketball mm-hmm. i got plus 31 against texas mm. okay mm, they'll keep it close texas isn't that great at basketball
2: no so i mean it's not football numbers. it's not delaware state football Number 18 in the country. Yeah, that's eh,
0: overrated. Week one.
2: The Hornets.
0: Yeah, the Hornets. The Delaware State. I'm all in. Let's do it. Mm -hmm. I have the Spurs plus six and a half against the Timberwolves tonight. Mm -hmm. Victor, when Miyama comes out, going to perform. Going to get the win in the tournament.
2: That's right. Tournament game tonight. Like I'm supposed to care.
0: (laughs) And then I got under 28, Travis, for Rutgers, Iowa.
2: I mean, yeah, you, you got to do it.
0: Right. Now, like. here's, here's the interesting one. Here's the fun one. Uh-huh. Now, this isn't on anywhere else. I made this up on my own. Uh-huh. So I'm going to ask you, Travis, which is more? The combined score of the Rutgers-Iowa game in football, which, as we said, 28, so over under, <laughs> or does Iowa basketball beat Alabama State? Ooh. by more than the combined score of the Rutgers-Iowa football game. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. The
2: basketball margin of victory will be more. Absolutely.
0: No respect for Alabama State. <laughs> no. No. I mean, to be fair to Alabama State, I mean, they could lose by 10 and still lose this bet. So.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. Let's have some fun this weekend. Let's bet the under.
0: (laughs) Bet the under. Yeah, that's right. Let's do it. (laughs) Do it again. Uh, I love Alabama State to show up and, like, keep it close. mm. So, there you go. That's all the entertainment I'm having.
2: I mean, yeah, that's the only thing I'm looking at this weekend is uh, Rutgers in Iowa. Mm -hmm. 2.30, so Illinois game will be... Um. Yeah, it'll be it'll on be its way. It'll be
0: done because Indiana will have already put him away by that. It'll point.
2: be uh, on its way to being done. Yep, Indiana so. Dub. So we'll see. Yep.
0: So, that's all I got.
2: I was kind of distracted here on the side of Pat McAfee on his show at Georgia yeah. right now. Why does he have Aaron Rodgers on again? This isn't Tuesday or Wednesday. Whenever he has him on. We just had him on earlier this week. They're getting
0: ready, Travis, for when Aaron Rodgers retires at the end of next year so it can be the Rodgers and Pat show.
2: No, not – it will be a couple years. I mean, if, if Rodgers, when he comes back and leads the Jets to a Super Bowl and guarantees the win, just like uh, Broadway Joe. Joe Namath, yeah. Yeah. So – I want I want that to happen. I want, uh, as soon as Rodgers gets clear to play, I want uh, Greeny to go on ESPN Radio and pull a mad dog and say if Rodgers leads the Jets to the Super Bowl this season, he'll retire. It's been long enough, right?
0: No, we just kind of got the ESPN Radio
2: <laughs>
0: lineup set.
2: Carlin or Kate, you could slide in All there. Right. Those two guys, Swiss Army Knife. No. <laughs> it seems to be a little bit more stable uh, now yes. than it was. But uh, that's because the NFL season is going on. So i uh, got to be there to talk about NFL, though. That's right. I actually I actually have uh, changed my opinion on Grady. I, I don't mind him uh, now. So uh, he, he could stay, but I think that would be uh, funny because I think that he would actually honor that. Commitment, rather than uh, um, Mad Dog, who did not. But that's neither here nor there. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even mention it last night with uh, the Bears and the Panthers. I am along with the sentiments of uh, Al Michaels needs to uh, not be in the booth anymore. We need that guy that took over for the Tigers in baseball to do uh, to do football. I mean, at least act like, pretend like you care, Al. Pretend that you care.
0: To be fair, Travis, no one cared about that game last
2: night. Pretend. Give me something. I mean, I know I'm not the brightest person with enthusiasm, but, I mean, show a little bit on that punt return. My goodness. it's just like a garden variety uh, two-yard gain. Nope, it was a punt return for a touchdown.
0: By the way, because we were talking about Iowa football earlier, Travis, Uh uh-huh. Um, last weekend, them against Iowa, or them against Northwestern. Northwestern at Wrigley Field. Yep. It was the seventh highest scoring game at Wrigley Field this season.
2: <laughs> I love it.
0: On August 1st, the Cubs beat the Reds 20-9. to mm-hmm. April 11th, the Cubs beat the Mariners 14-9. to August 2nd, the Cubs beat the Reds 16-6. to Cubs beat the Nationals 17-3. Pirates beat the Cubs 13-7, Cubs beat the Giants 11 to 8, and then mm. Iowa beat Northwestern 10-7.
2: I love it. So. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> uh, just how bad. Well, I'm glad they they got the game in at least.
0: That's also why they no longer invite Illinois back to play at Wrigley Field because there'd actually be some points scored and it would mess
2: up the yes. goal
0: posts and you know, we went we went through that We before. went
2: through that all those years ago. Yeah. <laughs> that disaster that was. Alright, so I think that, uh, that'll that do it mm-hmm. uh, Here I think we uh, cleared of the deck So We'll be back to recap it all on a Monday Back better than ever And uh, we'll be back then So until then Have a uh, blessed weekend Have a, a good Veterans Day Yes, Thanks at the top of the show Thanks to all the veterans out there For allowing us to do this And uh, We'll be back on Monday and until then have a great weekend thanks for listening thanks for downloading peace out ill